1: ReopenAmericaResourceCenter.com Are you struggling personally or professionally because of the coronavirus shutdown? Ready to grow your business and serve more customers and clients? Finally, there's a trustworthy website with resources, relief options, grants, support, and much more. For small businesses, nonprofits, and individuals. One location with all the information. It's time to get back to work, life, and reopen America. Visit ReopenAmericaResourceCenter.com today. The ultimate resource platform to help you in every way.
0: This is Everything Home, the transformational show.
2: This is a special episode of Everything Home. It's time we get our country and lives back to normal, which means, air quotes, discussing politics again. But things have changed. The one positive realization many people had over the past month, they now know how much the Democrats hate hardworking Americans. Nancy Pelosi's behavior during the negotiations of the CARES Act proves everything. So if you're a Democrat, have common sense, and don't believe in the party's radical agenda, what do you do? My guest today is going to provide you with all the answers. Brandon Strock is the founder of the Hashtag Walk campaign, former liberal and Democratic Party supporter who had very publicly walked away from the political left. He launched the movement in May of 2018 when his YouTube video about his decision went viral. In my opinion, he's the most dynamic, sincere, common sense social leader we've had in decades, and his message needs to be shared. He needs to be a household name. Before I bring him on, A shameless plug for our talk radio show podcast and patriotic purpose-driven platform. All of our episodes are listed on our website, everythinghometalkshow.com. Please check it out. Begin to use it as a resource to meet, learn from, and hire the experts, guest professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They truly are good people doing good business and good things people and companies you can trust to provide quality content, products, and exceptional service. You can also follow us on social media. All links are on our website. And don't forget to rate and review Everything Home so you can receive one entry to win a free giveaway in our monthly contest. This episode summary has the link or visit everythinghometalkshow.com. And please subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any of our great guests or special segments. First my joke, then on with the show. Have you heard about McDonald's Green New Deal value meal? Order anything you like, and the guy behind you has to pay for it. <laughs> You're supposed to <a> laugh, Brandon. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. All I didn't right, know that I was. On. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Today's topic and guest is hashtag walkaway campaign founder Brandon Struck, discussing liberal lunacy and a lot of lies. Brandon, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
2: I am excellent. I want to first thank you for coming on the show, and I want to thank you for having the courage to start the movement that you did.
1: Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me.
2: I want you to just kind of give a little bit of your background, talk a little bit about the organization, and then let's jump into discussing the liberal ideologies, some identity politics, and it's time to get back focused on the 2020 election. Very
1: important year. Very much so, yeah, I started walk away almost two years ago actually it was may twenty sixth of two thousand and eighteen that I released a video, a six minute video which sort of detailed everything about why I was walking away from liberalism and the Democratic party and because I myself was a Hillary supporter in two thousand and sixteen. I was a Democrat my whole adult life, and you know, I was actually very shattered when Donald Trump got elected president, largely because. I had fully and completely bought into the liberal media narrative of who and what Donald Trump was and his supporters were. And, you know, so I was uh, confused. I was scared. I was outraged. uh, All of those things, because the same media that I trusted told me that, you know, he had, you know, less than a 3% chance of winning and that there was absolutely no way that this was going to happen. So I kind of went on this quest to try to understand how the media got it so wrong and why anybody on the face of the earth would ever vote for a man who was such a racist, you know, and a bigot and a, and a deplorable hateful person as the media had made him out to be. And when I went on that sort of exploratory journey that, you know, I started finding out what I, I found out exactly what I did not expect to find out, which was that the media that I had been trusting my whole life was incredibly deceptive and that they had been, you know, sort of creating a false narrative, not just about Donald Trump and not just about Republicans and Trump supporters, but in general. And largely the thing that I think really, really shook me and and upset me the most and ultimately got me to wake up and walk away was the realization that if you are a minority in this country, whether you be black or brown or LGBT, which is, you know, I myself am a gay man, and uh, the 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 revelation to me that the media and and the Democrats and basically the whole liberal leftist ideology is exploiting fear for minorities in this country and controlling people's thoughts and behavior through the exploitation of fear. That's when I was like, wow, this is much 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 more wicked and insidious and duplicitous than I ever thought that it than I realized, and so. Ultimately, I ended up walking away from the left. And then I, it, over you know, a period of time, I ended up finding myself over in the Republican camp, which is where I am now. And I am now a Trump supporter. But that's why I walked away. And that's why I made that video that I put out on May 26th of 2018. And so we're almost two years old now, this organization called the Walkaway Campaign, which is encouraging other people who are feeling pushed away, who are feeling like they no longer recognize the party that they want, were loyal to, that they once believed in, that they now have a place to go um, to leave the left, to walk away from liberalism, walk away from the Democratic Party. And that's what it is.
2: Now, do you think that partially your change in attitude was because the party changed so much or you actually thought for what it really was? Or is it a combination
1: of the two? That's a great question. I think that I definitely think it's a combination of the two but i do believe that the party has changed quite a lot i think that liberalism has changed i think that liberalism has gone from being a uh, you know an answer to a real problem at a certain time and then that that answer itself i think became toxic because it it overcorrected it overreached you know i mean i think liberalism was probably born from this um very altruistic compassionate want and need to be supportive of, you know, people who are experiencing racism or people who are experiencing homophobia, that it really, I think, started out to be uh, you know, on a mission of equality, uh, you know, for women, for marginalized classes of people, etc. But what has happened now, I think, is this perpetual victim state that people have now find themselves in and, and that there never seems to be an end point. There never seems to be any recognition that we have made progress. We have moved forward. I mean, if you ask most liberals today, they would tell you that Donald Trump is the most anti LGBT president that we've ever had uh, that, you know, that uh, black people and, and you have know, different groups of people are, are experiencing racism and oppression at a level we've never seen before. It's like, are you kidding me? Uh, you, you think that racism today is worse than it was in the 1950s or or, or, or 60s or, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's become conditioned I think in into the minds of people on the left that they don't, it's an identity and they don't know how to exist beyond this identity of victimhood and oppression. And, and so what I want to do is try to get people to recognize, look, the world has changed and that I believe that we actually live in, the greatest of times, if you are an LGBT person, American, if you're an LGBT American or a black American, uh, we have an incredible president in the office who's fighting for all American people, um, regardless of skin color, sexual orientation, gender, et cetera. And that we live in a time of great privilege as Americans in the year 2020. And I want people to see, yeah, you know, the world isn't perfect, but we've come a long way. And I think that, you know, minorities in this country should be coming from a mindset at this point of freeing themselves and, and realizing that, look, the American dream is alive and well and there for the taking for everybody. So now it's time to go get it. And it's time to stop thinking of yourself as a victim and as somebody who's caught in the chains of, uh, of, of an oppressive system from which you cannot break free. I don't believe that's true
2: you're totally right on. I mean, the opportunities now are more so than ever before. Glad that you brought up how supportive Trump is with minorities and uh, the LGBTQ community. Because if you look prior to obviously what's going on currently with the corona issues and unemployment, unemployment in all of those categories was at an all-time low. Just take from a women's standpoint, more women were starting their own businesses. There were more women in the workforce. So if you want to go into you know, the gender side of things, so the opportunities are there. It's almost like people have been so conditioned and brainwashed. They don't see it. Not everybody, but obviously there is still a percentage that, like you said, are living in this victimhood. But if you look back, that's kind of always been the message of the left because they're not a hand up, they're a hand out. Right. And that doesn't solve anything. I mean, you want people to be able to take care of themselves, have personal responsibility, have self-reliance and be able to fend for themselves and support themselves. But if you look from just money and power kind of an angle, if you're a politician, you need people to believe what you say and follow along. So if you don't have a flock, then you can't have a job. So you want to keep people suppressed. You want to feed them misinformation and think that they need you to exist rather than being independent. You know, that's that victimhood that you talk about. You try to get people to realize that that's not how it is and that's not healthy. So it's really not even left or right. It's just, as I mentioned earlier, it's common sense.
1: Right.
2: Just the way, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just the way people need to think because that's, that's how you get through your day.
1: Right. And it's, you know, it's not just uh, the political or the politicians or, you know, people in government to manipulate this. I mean, obviously it's largely the media, but there's whole entire industries uh, dedicated to this. Um, it's, you know, what I call the oppression industry. They do need these narratives to continue on so that they can stay in business. Look at organizations like uh, the Human Rights Campaign or GLAAD or the NAACP. These organizations only can continue to to exist and continue to pay their you know six figure salaries to to their CEOs and founders and and their staff if uh, if people keep pouring in donations and people are only going to continue pouring in donations if these organizations continue putting out narratives that you know if you're black you are in danger that you know and and it's always that uh, directed at a political party it's not you know it's, it's not enough to simply say oh you're in danger from the police you're in danger from you know, white America, you know, that you're also in danger from the Republican Party, the Republican president. And so that's how, you know, this whole oppression industry itself also continues to exist by perpetuating this narrative. And and of course, in the end, the bottom line is always money.
2: So in your position, are you having interactions with some of these groups where they're contacting you or people from their groups are contacting you? Because obviously they their ideology is completely opposite and you threaten them, you endanger their existence. So is there any conflicts that you have with them where they're, I don't want to say trying to intimidate you, but, you know, they've got deep pockets and loud
1: voices. Um, yeah, I mean, probably not in an absolute direct kind of way, but in an indirect kind of way, definitely. I mean, when we've done events For say the LGBT community. As you know, walk away, we travel around the country doing these town hall events for minority communities. We've done the black community, Hispanic community, LGBT community. We have a women's event coming up. um, And we were soon to have our first Jewish event, which unfortunately had to be canceled due to the coronavirus outbreak. But you know, when we've done our LGBT event, we have faced being canceled four out of five times with those. Uh, and that's largely because of the pressure that's put on the venues that we're utilizing to do our events. And that pressure is oftentimes coming from these different organizations, you know, organizations like the Human Rights Campaign or whatever, you know, because they have a lot of connections to, to the media, to particularly sort of that uh, niche media, like the LGBT advocate magazine, Out Magazine, uh, LGBT news sources. A lot of them take their directives from these organizations. So they work in tandem to put out stories and to apply pressure, uh, to make sure that our message can't get out if you know if possible. But we've been successful three out of the four times when we've been canceled and being able to secure a new venue at last minute and the show does go on. Uh, but they've certainly made it harder. And that's you know with great intention because they don't want these minority communities to get the message that that they are free, that, you know, that they, that they do have a choice, that they do have opportunity. They don't want them to know that. I mean, that's the great irony about all of this is that these advocacy groups that are crying inequality, that are crying, you know, racism and bigotry, they don't want these communities to know that they have the freedom available to them that they have. It's really sick.
2: Well, they're threatened by independent thinking and people, basically doing their own self-fact checking and having opinions that are different from theirs. I mean, the hypocrisy is just mind-blowing when you think about it, because everything that they say they stand for is exactly the opposite of what they're doing by trying to get your events canceled. That's what the speech, what, hello, that doesn't make any sense. They want everyone to be able to voice their opinion and, and they want to be supportive and equality. But yet, as long as you disagree with them, well, then all of a sudden it's very bad. You can believe in whatever you want as long as it's what they want you to believe then it's okay.
1: exactly.
2: How has it been personally? I mean you're outspoken. you're out there in social media, especially in the LGBT community. How has it personally affected you and how are they treating you now?
1: Well, it, my reception within the LGBT community has not been something great up until this point, but I, you know we do see every day more and more LGBT people. Uh, waking up and, and, you know, starting to think for themselves and make the decision to walk away. So I think that our end of things is growing, whereas I think their end is more diminishing, diminishing. But in general, you know, they still have the majority for for sure. And so, you know, I, they 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 don't like me. They don't like my message. And so uh, they do. I think what they do best, which is they will tell lies, malign me um, and misrepresent what my organization is about, what I'm about, what my message is about. And, you know, of course, go to their go to accusations, which is, you know, that I'm a Nazi, I'm a racist, I'm a bigot, I'm a white supremacist, I'm a self-loathing gay man, I'm blah, blah, blah. But again, I mean, it's just it's absolutely backwards and inside out because my message is that I want to provide more choice, more opportunity and more freedom to all minority communities. And listen, if you want to be a Democrat, be a Democrat. Be my guest. It's your life. You can do whatever you want. All I'm saying is that you don't have to be based off of the color of your skin, your gender or your sexual orientation, what have you, because a lot of people in your community will probably tell you that that is the only choice that's available to you and that, you know, making any other choice would be an indication that you're a self-loathing individual or that you're not acting in your own best interest. And I'm here to say that's a lie. And I can give you any number of reasons why that's a lie. And that you do have a choice. And not only do you have a choice, but you should make that choice because any party or any political ideology or any group that tries to tell you that you are limited to only supporting them and using fear to exploit that messaging is not looking out for your best interest. They don't they don't care about you. They do not have your back.
2: So you have shared lots of stories, personal stories of people that have come over from the dark side to the to the good side. Is there one that sticks out of your mind? that really was powerful that you went wow what i'm doing is really my purpose and i feel completely rewarded because i'm helping so many people
1: i think i have to be honest and say that literally every walk away testimonial touches me in some way i think they're all good and i mean they're i they're kind of like my babies in a way so it's too hard to choose between all my babies but i will say that you know i think we we took 20 walkaway testimonials from black americans and we created a short film with them called the great awakening breaking the chains of the democratic party and that's a short film that people can find on youtube for free just type in the great awakening breaking the chains of the democratic party it's about 45 minutes long and it is absolutely spectacular it is beautiful it's brilliant I didn't make it myself, so this is not me patting myself on the back. Um, It was somebody in the walkway campaign named Mike Boss. He lives in Los Angeles. He makes films in Hollywood. And he's been uh, a great supporter and advocate of our movement, what we're doing. And he came to me with it and said, look, I've made this sort of documentary film. I want you to tell me what you think of it. And I saw it and I was absolutely blown away, blown away. We've taken that film and uh, we've actually gone around the country and done screenings of it in black communities around the country from Harlem to Atlanta, Georgia, to Los a- downtown Los Angeles. And, you know, and we'll be doing more and more as once the country begins to open up again. And we do that for free, free screenings of this film. And then we do a panel discussion afterwards, people in the black community who have walked away from the left what we call the Walkway Black Americans Town Hall. And so it's not one testimonial, which was your question, but uh, that to me is an incredibly special and beautiful product that has come out of the testimonials that we kind of strung together this documentary film. And and that has, I think, been incredibly impactful and resonated with a lot of people and opened a lot of people's eyes and gotten people to walk away. And so that's something to me that's very special that's come from this movement.
2: So you've got town halls, you've got online events, it sounds like also you're doing a big event with the women. What other type of activities that people can get involved with or maybe have some interactions in person once everything gets back on board?
1: We also do a college campus tour, which is called the Walkway Thought Revolution College Campus Tour. And we did a, a good number of schools last semester and unfortunately, you know, had to cancel this semester's tour, uh, which is pretty heartbreaking to me. But, you know, we just have to look forward and not look back. And so uh, we've already booked 11 schools for wow. the fall semester, yes, uh, and some pretty pretty good ones too. Um, I'm going to be going to Berkeley in California, kind of the epicenter of liberal craziness. I'm going to be going to Dartmouth, um, Ohio, Florida. Uh, if people go on my social media, at Brandon Strock and my last name is spelled like Straka, S-T-R-A-K-A. Please don't worry if you mispronounce it. Everybody does. It does not upset me. I don't care. It's totally fine. If people go to my social media. They can see, um, I just put a graphic out a couple of days ago that has all the colleges that we currently have booked, and we're still talking to at least five or six others, um, which I'd say within you know the next one to two months, we'll have those shored up and we'll, we'll have a very expansive tour uh, ready to go for the fall semester because America will re- reopen, life will go back to normal, and we are going to be ready for it when it happens.
2: Kudos for you on getting into those college campuses, especially with the ideology that they're being indoctrined there. And then just listening over just the past couple months or watching on TV the backlash that a lot of conservatives have when they go on college campuses to talk. I mean, it's chaos. More power right. to you for actually getting it coordinated and, and making it happen. And I'm hoping that you guys are financially secure enough to hire your own security for safety reasons, because you just you can't you can never be too safe, you know.
1: Well, we, yes, and we do hire security for all of the events that we do, but you have raised good point. I mean, if people like what we're doing and support what we're doing and feel like it's a good cause, and I, I really think it is. Last year, we did an event, and as I was being introduced, one of the, the gentlemen who was introducing me said, walk away is the most important piece on the chessboard going into the 2020 election which I thought was a very powerful and amazing thing to say. And, um, and, and I think that if people agree even a little bit with that statement, I really hope they support us. Um, they can go to walkawaycampaign.com to make a donation. We're a 501 C3 organization, so this is a, a tax-deductible nonprofit org, and um, that's a tax-deductible uh, donation. Your money is it will go toward you know this college campus tour, getting into these minority communities, all of this hard work that we're doing to try to wake people up and get them to walk away from the left.
2: And I'm glad you brought that up because just numbers alone, you've got millennials from age 23 to 38 plus Gen Z 18 to 22. They make up 37 percent of the voters for 2020. Even if somebody is a Republican and they're in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and they believe in this country and they're listening to the movement that you have created and the messaging, pick up your checkbook, people, because you've got 37% technically, a majority of them are thinking the old way that Brandon used to think. They're not clear on how the world really should be working. They need to be woken up because that's dangerous numbers, Brandon. Those are really dangerous numbers.
1: Are having an impact. And it's, it's just a matter, I think, of getting into these communities, having a conversation in a different way. And I think what we do differently than so many conservatives who have gone in or people going in with their Republican messaging is we really offer people the freedom in the space to be able to make this decision on their own. Walk away. We don't go into these uh, colleges or minority communities and say, walk away from the Democrats and become a Republican. We don't say walk away and become a Trump supporter. We just say do your own research. Think for yourself. Come to the understanding that you are being manipulated. You're being manipulated by the media. You're being manipulated by the Democrats. And you're being manipulated by liberal ideology, which has sort of become omnipresent everywhere from entertainment to academia to politics and culture. It's just everywhere. So we're trying to say, look, if you don't want to be a Republican, don't be a Republican. If you don't want to be a Trump supporter, fine. But start thinking for yourself. Start doing your own research. Stop believing the liberal media because they're not telling you the truth and they don't have your best interest at heart. And just become an independent, free thinker. And wherever that journey leads you, we're here for you. You know, We have people in WalkAway who are Republicans, who are independents, who are libertarians. And we are a community and a network of people who really support and appreciate that diversity of opinion and diversity of thought. And we engage in civil dialogue and civil disagreement with one another. And um, I think it's really a beautiful movement. And it's a slice of America exactly the way that America should be. And um, and I think that people should really support what we're doing.
2: You said that absolutely beautifully, because that's what I personally feel is why your movement and message is so successful, because you're doing it from a different approach. And it's not because you came up with like a strategy, like a campaign strategy in order to manipulate somebody or persuade them or force your opinion and ideology on them. The approach that you have is sincere because that's how you feel. That comes across in all your messaging. It comes across in your voice, in your conversation, in your post. You just want people basically to pull their heads out of their rear ends, think for themselves. And whatever works for them is great. But you don't have to think a certain way because somebody told you. Because most of the time, that's not, it's not even the truth. There's a bunch of lies. I appreciate that. Be independent. Stand on your own two feet. You're teaching them the things that you would have thought maybe their parents taught them. <laughs> but, but that's okay. That's, that's okay. Like you said, they're your babies. Technically you're their daddy and you're teaching them the stuff that they didn't learn in school. These are things that you would think would be the fundamentals, you know, like the golden rule. Did you not learn that in school? So I, I appreciate that so much. Again, it, it's sincere because it's real. And when it's, something's real and somebody believes in it, like you do, and you have a passion for it and it's your purpose, I mean, you are the epitome of the American dream on what it means to be when you're dedicated and you have integrity and you believe in something. Look how big this organization and movement had become when it started literally with you probably getting pissed off and filming a video. Now look at it two years later. I mean, you've done something amazing. You've done an amazing job and I hope that you recognize that.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I think that it, I recognize it in, in certain ways. I mean, I think I recognize it in well, one way or another. Everything points back to work, the work. And I have to say, it's not just me. Um, you know, I, I started this on my own, but I now have a handful of people who are my core team. And, and we we work around the clock doing all of these things that we do because we absolutely love what we're doing. And I think that there are times when we pull something amazing off. And those are the moments when we're like, wow, we're we're really doing something here. And this is awesome. You know, like this women's event that we have coming up, it was supposed to be May 1st in Nashville. Unfortunately, now we've had to push it back to October 2nd. It's still happening. But, you know, this event that we're doing is we have a panel of women um, and we're going to do it in a large theater in Washington, D.C. now on October 2nd. And I have for this event, Laura Trump. And Judge Janine Pirro and Diamond and Silk and Katie Hopkins and Shamika Michelle, when we were able to get all of these women and get them together on the same stage in one night, and I mean, which is not easy to do. I mean, all of these women are very busy and they're all traveling here and there. And, and when we got all those contracts signed and, and everyone to get, you know, to, on the same day at the same time, we just were like, wow. This is pretty awesome what we're doing here. And again, just we're just a handful of people kind of putting this together. Yeah, there are moments like that that I really feel like what we're doing is pretty incredible. But we don't spend a lot of time patting ourselves on the back and saying, you know, oh, we're so great. We're so, <laughs> we mostly just keep working and moving forward and trying to figure out how we're going to have an impact, the most impact next and where we're going and, and who we're going to talk to and how we're going to change their mind. That's usually where our heads are at. And that's a
2: good space to be in. That powerhouse group of those ladies, I mean, that's a pretty big, that's a big stage. If people want tickets or information, is is it listed on your website? Not yet,
1: because we had to, um, like I said, you know, we were all set to go in Nashville. And now we literally yesterday got the final contract signed by Judge Janine. Everyone else, we got their contract uh, for the new date, which is October 2nd. So we know for sure it's going to be October 2nd. We know for sure it's going to be in Washington, D.C., Now we just have to uh, line up the venue of our dream, which we're talking to them right now. And once we have that contract signed and everything, then we'll get tickets on sale and officially we can get their tickets.
2: Perfect. And we'll have you back on then to promote the event and we'll have your website and all your information listed on our website. So then that way people always have more than one place to go find it when they're ready to learn more, go to any events, the town halls and any of the other future events that you guys are planning. So I know you said you had a very short window because you've got to go out there and do good and uh, get your message out. So is there any parting words, any information, something you want to plug? The floor is open for you at this point, Brandon.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Um, you know, I, I guess I would just say for your listeners who are not yet familiar with what we're doing, check us out, go to walkawaycampaign.com. Uh, if you go there, there's a button that says join the movement. It will direct you right to our Facebook group, which is now geez, we're close to 240,000 in that group. We have tens of thousands of testimonials, written testimonials, video testimonials, people telling their stories. It's really incredible. And people are going to love watching those videos. They're just amazing. And please give me a follow on social media. You can do that on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Brandon Strock. And remember that's spelled S-T-R-A-K-A. And and please, uh, you know, if you really believe in what we're doing, and I think that you will, please consider being a donor to what we're doing. And you can do that on the website as well. Make a donation and maybe even consider being a monthly donor. Even if it's $10, $20, everything helps. If you're able to, you know, be a larger donor, that's incredible. But, you know, we've really gone we've gone a long way at this point through the support of the grassroots. So please don't ever feel like $5 or $10 uh doesn't help because it absolutely does. Every little bit helps. And uh, it just helps us get to more people and get that message out more. So please support us.
2: There's a big thing happened in November. And it could really change the landscape of how this country moves forward. And as we mentioned, the numbers, uh, the millennials and Gen Z, 37% of the voters. the big number. I want people to pull out their checkbooks that are uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. You've got a bunch of Republicans out there that need to dig deep into those pockets, guys. So, Brandon, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. We'll have you back on anytime that you want. We're going to have all of your information on our website, which is everythinghometalkshow.com. People can always go there. They'll have direct links to your websites and social medias. And we are here to support you in any way we can to get the message out further about the movement. And whenever you want to just come on, pop in and say hi, you're more than welcome to because I believe in what you're doing. And I'm impressed. And like you said, independent thinking. That's all it is. Think for yourself. Do your right. own fact check. Very simple. All right, Brandon. I appreciate it. You're a good guy. You're doing good work. So keep it up and don't worry about that backlash that comes at you. They're just scared of you. That's all. They're threatened and they're scared. They don't like that you're right. That's the problem. And that's okay.
1: Well, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, I'd love to come back and we'll do a follow-up. Once, uh, once everything gets reopened, we get moving again.
2: Yeah, once the dust settles. So thanks again. I appreciate it. You take care of yourself out there. Stay strong, my friend.
1: Sounds good. Thanks so much.
0: doing good business and good things till next time this is everything home signing off with lucky
1: landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time